Welcome back to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast, episode 47. Today, we're going to talk about how to communicate with your customers. Hey, everybody. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Moltan. And today, we're going to talk about communicating with your customers because communication isn't only key to getting new customers, but it is also um, a great way to keep uh, the ones you have or get more work from the customers you've already had. Yeah, your current ones, you have to communicate with them all the time. So uh, today we're going to kind of talk a little bit about some quick ways to effectively communicate with your customers. Um, and the reason I'm bringing this up is I saw there was an issue in our family landscape business this past week on the way we communicate with a customer. So kind of want to go over some ways to, uh, to help improve that, not just our business, but in in. Your yeah, for everybody, well. this is universal for everybody. It doesn't matter what kind of landscaping you're doing. This is this is just for everybody. Yep. And uh, we're kind of going to go through basically from the point where the, the customer calls you all the way through to... Yes, before they're yeah. even a signed on paper it, customer, while they're still just a lead. Yep. The first, like Because we have talked about this before, just calling people back who call and inquire about work. Just call them back because my sister went through this when she was getting work done. Um, they had a pool put in and they wanted like block work around the pool. She couldn't even get anyone to call her back. And so the company they ended up going with, um, I would say they did like a fine job. It was okay. The style they picked out yeah. wasn't my face, but th- th- it was fine. Yep. It's not that the work was like great, but they called, they, they got the job because they called her back yep. and they ended up getting more work because. They simply showed up on time, returned phone calls, and so then she added on more work to it. So yeah. by just doing these basic communicating human things, they got not only got the initial job, they got extra work as well. Yeah, and I, I know we all get busy. We all get tied up, you know, you're, especially if you're, you know, a small crew, you, it's you and a couple guys out there working. You get busy. You don't have time to answer your phone because you're actually doing the work. It's so important just to call the people back. Well, then back. just schedule time in your day yeah. to call them back. Yeah. I, I, you, I'm not expecting you to drop your whatever you're doing and answer your phone all the time. Nobody can live like that. That's crazy. But schedule yeah. schedule the time yeah. into your day at some point in time. And then, you know, also, you know, on your voicemail, leave some, you know, have some kind of message that tells them to make sure they'll leave their phone number. You know, just something, all the information you kind of need from that if they come through your phone. And then, um, you know, if you have a secretary, have a have a script and kind of what information needs to be gathered from your secretary. Um, oh, also, so they're asking the right questions. Yeah. And then also we, we recommend creating some kind of policy on, on the time period that you were, you will call the customer back, you know, so if they call today and if they call before whatever, four o'clock, you'll get back to them within 24 hours or by 10 o'clock the next morning, whatever it is that kind of fits your, your business, but create some kind of policy and, and stick, and stick to, to it. it. Yep. That's the main thing. Just stick to it. <laughs> yes. So. Um, the next thing is, is make a good and first impression. That kind of goes back to the voicemail or your secretary. Um, you know, make sure you're courteous and kind to the customer. Uh, your, your tone of voice is very, very important. So even if you're having a bad crappy day, the customer doesn't care. They, they, you have to be beyond slap on that happy voice, yep. even if it's just for a few minutes. Yep, you know, uh-huh. and be courteous and kind to that customer, and uh, that's that's very very important. So, uh, next thing you want to do is once you have that person on the phone or you're communicating with the customer, find out how they want to be communicated with for you know from then on on from that point on, you know whether they want to be you know phone calls or text. Uh, I know one company we work with for the uh, Million Dollar Academy, 
they like to go through Facebook Messenger, mm-hmm. and that's just how they communicate. But that's that works for them. That works for the the couple. So. Um, just find out how they want to be communicated with, you know, to me, I like to personally make phone calls. Text seems a little too impersonal, but at least start out with the phone calls. So yeah. at least they request texts. Yeah. It's hard to say cause we're old. So I'm old school as well. I tend to like phone calls, yeah. but if they specifically request texting, then I think that's and, okay. And to me, it kind of, it open when they start texting you, it kind of opens that up, I guess too. So that can be a can of worms. Yeah. So it, if you can just ask them how they like to be communicated with that just kind of makes it a little easier for you. Yes. Um, and then when you go out to meet with a customer for the first time, make sure you're taking ample notes and repeating that information back to the customer. It's very, very important. Just to make sure everybody's on the same page. Yeah. Um, and then one thing I, I've kind of learned is actually from uh, Brian Tracy was to give them time to talk and don't interrupt, but also leave little pauses in the time that when they're talking and they finish talking, leave a f- one or two seconds before you actually respond. It gives you time to actually comprehend what they say, and uh, you know it shows that you're paying attention. So it's just one of the little tricks I learned. Yeah, and don't talk over people. It's rude. Yeah. Um, and even if what they're saying isn't going to work. So like, say they're mm-hmm. describing what they want and you you kind of know early on in the sentence that maybe that's not going to work out let them say their piece let them get their whole point out let them feel listened to pa- make that little pause like, and think about it and so then if you are coming back with a suggestion of well okay that may not work because of bleh but here is a suggestion mm-hmm. on how we can fix it if you don't talk over them if you pause let them get everything out think about it and then reply they're going to feel like you have listened and you heard them you didn't just come like interrupt them as soon as they were talking yeah. and one thing i've heard too is is to use their verbiage pretty much on on stuff on you know, like your proposals and stuff so if something if they say something incorrect you know we were like one thing that pops in my mind is we refer to things like as hardscape customers don't necessarily know what hardscapes are they may think if brick. they're like i want a gray patio then yeah. in the, yes, yeah, so in your, I, your language then needs to be, we will install a gray patio. Yeah. <laughs> so kind of use that kind of stuff when you're talking to them. And then also like in your actual estimates or proposals, make sure you have that in there as well. So, yes. I mean, I guess then when we were listing out materials, we didn't just say gray patio. We yeah. used, we put down what we actually used yeah. because they picked it out just yeah. for like technicality sake. But no, I get what you're saying about just kind of using their language back at them. Mm-hmm. That way you're not talking their, over their head. I don't know if over her, their head is what yeah. I mean, but it's if they don't know industry lingo, then it's yeah. just, yeah, weird. Yep. So now once you kind of talk to the customer and you're out there, I always try to recommend, I always recommend that you kind of give them a rough idea on how far out you're scheduled. So if you're a month out on work, make sure they know that. Um, and it kind of gives them, you know, things going in their mind, you know, whether that's going to work or it's not going to work. Um, Ooh, should we do a bonus communication? What's that? If they're like, oh, I so booked out. I wanted it done tomorrow. Well, then we, we're a very busy company. We stay very reliable. I don't know. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot you can do with this. Uh, just basically, you're, you know, you're been around for a while and people want your work. So yeah, nobody yeah. wants the guy who's not, busy yeah so in landscaping that's yeah. my general thoughts anyway yeah. landscapers should be busy yep um and then once they sign that contract 
And then you're going to kind of give them more of an exact date. So it, you know, if it, you tell them initially, it's going to be, a, we're looking about a month out. Okay. So now they sign the contract. Okay. After looking at the schedule, it looks like July 13th around there. And that will be, you know, scheduling your work. So the reason why I say this, what, what you want to do this is for is when it actually gets like a week before that job is supposed to be out, you know, going out there, you can call them and say, Hey, you know, it, we're a go for the 13th or no, we've been kind of, you know, the yeah, rain because is kind of they dampered. might schedule a barbecue on mm-hmm. that day. If yep. you, if they do not yep. know that you are coming, yeah. then like people but, have lives. So. This is kind of where the issue came in that I saw w- with us was we showed up on the job site and they had no idea that we were coming that day. Ridiculous. Yes. It was kind of embarrassing to me that it happened. It did, but you know, we apologized and, you know, they were just kind of surprised. They've been pushed back from the weather. We had a lot of rain, so they were unable to get there when we wanted to. Um, but they were not communicated with to tell them that, we're, hey, we're going to be coming out to your job tomorrow. We shoveled some things around to yeah. try to fit you in. So this is where you kind of, where you have your dates kind of set. You give them a call a week before and say yay or nay. And then we recommend like the night before or day before. Oh, the day, day before. before if you them. know for yeah. sure it's the day before. Yeah. If yeah. Calling them up. Um, and then, you know, you can also call them in the morning just to confirm that we're on our way and everything too. Um, but the more communication, the more you keep those people, you know, informed, the happier they're gonna be. Um, yes. Everyone likes communication. Yep. Um, so like I said, if if the weather doesn't work out, you know, make sure you Tell them, you know, it's they, they, you have it in your mind as a business owner, oh, they should know it's been raining. They I, don't know. I, I was just going to say they don't know because no. I was talking, your mom and I were talking about this the other day. Um, because in some of the mowing contracts, like they were able to mow parts of it, but not all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because there was a gazebo area that Israel just, it's, it's wet anyway. We're in Northwest Indiana. There's a lot of filled wetlands that people like to build on so there are areas that just say stay squishy they're just mm-hmm. wet all the time and so oh yeah they had this guy calling up well i've mowed everywhere else what's going on why are you why are we not mowing here da, 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 da. and she's mm-hmm. like well sir we had you know 0.24 inches of rain this wet day and then we had a half inch this day and then we had two inches this day. then she, yeah. she rattled off because people they know it rains but if you're not in a job where you obsess about the weather like we do then they don't realize how, maybe perhaps how much it rained. So, yeah. so, so and then when she explained that, you know, here's how much rain we've had, sir, that is a wet area. We have done everywhere that we can. And as soon as we can get in there, we'll get it. One nice thing too, there's, there are software programs out there that when your crews are actually out there and say, for example, that gazebo area, they can't mow, mm-hmm. they can actually snap a picture of it and send it directly to, it'll be in that customer's file. And when the customer gets a bill, they can see, you know, here's a, a right. file that's been uploaded. So they can see this is why we are not mowing in this area, you know. You know, especially if it's, uh, you know, contracts, and you know, from other states or whatever. You know, that, oh, yeah, because sometimes the management firm mm-hmm. handling the contracts are nowhere near where yeah. your actual physical location is. Yeah, and then they get the call from the people living there or whatever. And Yes, angry <laughs> homeowners. Yeah. Yes. Um. So now that you completed that job, we recommend you actually send them a survey to find out, you know, what they liked, what they didn't like, you know, anything they saw that you can improve on. And that just shows that you're trying to improve your business too. So that, that keeps them happy. Um, and then definitely ask them for a review, you know, Facebook, Google, 
whatever you're, whatever using. you're using. Yeah, you know, you don't have to do everything. You're not, you know, you're not sending them to review three or four different places, but one or two things that you're trying to push. You know, mm-hmm. and you can mix that up if you use multiple services. Send one this job sure. or this one to the site, whatever. Um, and then check in with them a few weeks later. Just find out, especially like we do for ponds. You know, how's it coming? No leaks. Yeah. You know, Fish are still happy. Plants yeah. look great. Whatever. Algae, whatever. That's always a common issue is algae. You know, patios, you know, if they have any questions or, you know, anything, just keep in touch with them. Um, and then get them started on an email campaign. So if you have, we recommend like MailChimp or something. Um, there's a bunch like, of different ones. Yeah. Constant contact, whatever it is. Yeah. That basically means keep their email address. Yeah. Don't, don't, once the job is done, don't just get rid of their email address. Yeah. And you can use these emails campaigns to keep them updated on service that you provide. So maybe they know that, you know, maybe you did a patio for them, but they don't know that you offer maintenance on it or, you know, they don't know that you do mulching services, whatever it is, but keep them, keep in touch with that customer, keep in front of that customer and let them know the services that you offer. Cause sometimes they just don't know. Yeah. So yeah. Always keep a hold of people's contact information. Yeah, because we always hear stories. You know, I've been mowing this customer for a long time, and I show up on on the on the job, and there's a landscape, another landscape company doing landscaping there. Well, yeah, they just didn't know that you yeah. did landscaping. So, yeah, whenever if you're whenever you're doing, however you're doing your marketing plan or whatever, um, yeah, have that in your marketing plan in your little. Yep. So these are just some of the quick little tips that we'd recommend to uh, keep yourself in communication with that customer and keep them happy. The more they know, the happier they're going to be. So, yeah, because they they want to talk to you. They do. Yep. So, hope you enjoy this today's podcast and have a great day. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please head on over to iTunes and leave a five star review today. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button while you're there. If you're ready to take the headache out of running your landscape business, head on over to milliondollarlandscaper.com and check out the academy program. It's where we compiled everything we know about running a landscape business in one convenient academy.